something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down There's battle lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds Getting so much resistance from behind Time we stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Hello and welcome to Crankhead Commentaries. As always, I'm your host, Jake Del Mastro, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend and co-host, Keaton Byer. Hello, Keaton. Hello, how are you? How are you? How's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad, yeah, well... That's similar to this movie. <laughs> spot on yeah exactly it's a lot like this movie yeah, yeah. um we are uh, live in studio again so that's exciting for everyone involved so that's why we sound like this so yeah i think it helps i think it's I a think better it sounds better yeah. yeah yeah but yeah so we're talking about lord of war today yeah a, uh Another Nick Cage film. Yeah. It's our second Nick Cage it's, film. It's much better than the previous entry. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a definitively better Nick Cage Actually, when movie. was that movie made? Uh, Like 2000. Uh, no, 2011. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Later, right? 2014. Oh, even later yeah. than that. Okay, yeah. So I guess this was like, you know, when Nick Cage was in Last Dead. This was, yeah, this was kind of like just before, I think, he All started. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of as it started to happen, I think, 2005, because he yeah. made like some good movie. You know, he did National Treasure, 2003. Excellent film. Yeah, I, I like it. I got a tip that the uh, the German version of the Lord of War uh, Wikipedia page was better. Oh, yeah? And it was accurate. It had more information. Yeah. Did you translate it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lord of War. So let's uh, let's let's uh, do this movie. We're doing fucking uh... yeah. So what's this movie like about? Basically, it's 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 about like illegal arms deals. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just talking before how we should approach the subject. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think interestingly, like we'll get to this, but I think now is an interesting time to be doing this because the guy who this film is allegedly based on is in the news yeah exactly it is which is not yeah at all yeah. why we chose it not it exactly no just kind of happened that mm -hmm. way um but we'll we'll talk about that probably a little bit later yeah exactly yeah. i imagine yeah maybe part two might be more on that as well yeah <laughs> well is... maybe we'll see what happens actually, yeah exactly because... it's true it's it's literally evolving as we speak, as we speak yeah. yeah so i guess we'll just start we'll go right into the five minute summary because like yeah, there's a right. lot to talk. Let, let me super, let me get the timer running for you. Keaton. Super interesting movie. I'm trying to remember everything that happens. It's just, I mean, the details are less important. It's a it's a fairly clear arc. Mm -hmm. You know, it it does the uh, 
one of those things that you know some movies just kind of like they accept that it's not going to work out so they just went with it the fact that like nick cage is supposed to be like 20 or something in the first well this, the this movie happens over like a period of 20 years exactly and he ages not at all exactly <laughs> that's it's one of those things where it's like you know that uh, i appreciate when movies are just like fuck it we're not gonna try and like age him up and make yeah. him look or worse yet age him down for the earlier scenes like those are I, it's not good when they yeah do so that. it's the movie starts in like the early 80s and then like it, it like it ends basically when the movie was made like 2003 yeah, exactly. ish i guess exactly so yeah uh let me let me get get the timer going here all right Ready? yeah all right three two one go Okay, so you've got our main character, Yuri Orlov, played by one Nicolas Cage. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's living in, in Brooklyn, you know, or Queens. No, uh, it's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn. Beach. Yeah, right. So he's in Brooklyn. Little Odessa. Little Odessa, right, yeah. Um, and he's, you know, the son of Ukrainian refugees. Uh, uh, and they were pretending to be Jewish, even though they're Catholic. Um but uh, uh, so they run some. They run a, a deli or something, a restaurant. It's, it's, yeah, they run the the Crimean restaurant. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and uh, uh, um, anyway, he's got nothing going on. He's got a shitty life, no prospects. He's just like not really pleased with what's going on. Um, and then he, he witnesses a murder of like some mobsters, and he like dawns on oh, him. A failed. A failed hit. A failed hit. Well, exactly. A failed. Yeah. He sees a failed hit, and the mobster fucking, you know, kills the guys who are trying to kill him. And Nick Cage is like, "Hey, like, fucking, I should be given. If the people are killing each other all the time, I should be giving them the guns." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's like, so he starts getting into uh, arms dealing. He buys some Uzis from a, a contact that he got through a synagogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he gets, uh, he gets some Uzis. And he sells some Uzis to some to some mobsters, and he uh, he says it was over too quickly. Uh, 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 and then he starts he gets his brother involved after the fact, who's played by Jared Leto, who looks yeah. nothing like him at all. <laughs> what um, are you talking about identical. And then uh, uh, so he gets Jared Leto involved, and they start climbing the ladder. You know, they're getting pretty good uh, uh, stuff. And then. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what happens, but there's that one scene where they like they kind of real or Jared the coke Leto, dealer. the coke dealer. The coke dealer gives them coke for payment. Right, right. right. Well, that. just bef- yeah, right, right, right. So yeah, so they they they're 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 doing business, and then instead of money, they get coke for a deal, and that causes uh Jared Leto to go off the deep end, and he fucking makes <laughs> makes uh, an outline of uh, of Ukraine with cocaine. Uh, and then uh, he gets put into rehab because obviously he's gone off the deep end. Yeah. Um, so then uh, 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 um, Nick Cage, Yuri's on his own, and then so he takes this time yeah, to. Boy. Okay, so he uh, he he seduces uh, the model he's been in love with this whole time through just like pretending to be much richer than he is. Luckily, he becomes that rich later, but he starts off by like basically like mm-hmm. going as he what did he say? I went broke trying to make her think yeah. I was rich or something. <laughs> um, and then anyway, so shit gets real for him. I think when he uh, starts talking to his uncle. 
Oh yeah, because 1991 occurs yeah. and the the Soviet Union yeah collapses. So he's like, I gotta get in on these fucking. I gotta steal. All I gotta these get. Tanks. Yeah, there's a lot of this fucking shit. <laughs> so he goes to uh, 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 um, his uncle, who st- he starts setting up some you know uh, some underhanded deals, and that's you know he really starts breaking in the big bucks at that point. Um, but then his uncle is uh, fucking murdered by Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yeah, um, fucking the other arms dealer who I forgot to mention, who's around, who uh, uh, is like you know calls Nick Cage an amateur, but you yeah, know, he can't like he's not like uh, adapting with the times like yeah. like Nick Cage did. So he's kind of falling by the wayside. So he he kills that guy to like you know uh, be a dick. Yeah, because um, he wouldn't sell him fucking a bunch of stolen. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so then, uh, 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 oh yeah, I forgot to mention Ethan Hawke has been kind of pestering uh, um, Nick Cage this kind of whole time because everything um, he's doing is illegal. Because everything he's doing is super illegal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, um, then we have this kind of uh, Nick Cage is like he tries to go straight for a little bit because his wife finds out. I think I forget exactly what happens. Why he goes fully straight but he goes straight for a little while but then the uh, uh uh the warlord who he's been selling fucking guns to the absolutely crazy warlord who he's been selling guns to comes and like to his apartment in uh in new york mm. um and then so he goes back into the business he gets his brother involved again because he needs his brother in arms uh and then they go but then they they're fucking they're in sierra leone i think and I think then so. they see some fucking atrocities so his brother's like i can't do this uh you can't sell these because they're gonna kill these people so he goes crazy uh and he throws a grenade in the fucking uh gun thing and it just explodes so then uh uh uh, uh they do he fucking uh half the deal and then he goes he gets arrested and then he's like uh ethan hawk you're never gonna arrest me i i they need me government needs me all right So what I was trying to say at the end there, (laughs) (laughs) the government, he he basically, Ethan Hawke arrests him. He gets caught. I forget exactly. Oh, yeah, his wife. Yeah. His wife found the stash of all the documents. Yeah, finds his, like, American stash. So he goes down. But uh, then Donald Sutherland comes and is like, well, it's just his voice, actually. It's not his. Yeah. It's not actually him. Um, And is like. Uh, tells Ethan Hawke that you know you've done a good job, but he's, he's got to go free. Yeah, he's going free because, like you know, the explanation they gave was that you know, you know, I sell weapons to people who who the Americans can't be seen selling weapons to, but right? who they want weapons, but who they want to have weapons. Exactly. So basically, the the whole statement of the movie was that um, at the end that they gave yeah. was that. The five countries on the UN Security Council, yeah, are the five largest uh, suppliers of weapons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the clear statement. Yeah, I like. I think this movie very clearly has an agenda. Exactly, friend. <laughs> and I think, like to a certain extent, like it's so streamlined in making that point. Yeah. That it kind of ignores a couple other things. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, like, like I think some of the like. The stuff in Africa gets, like, a little, like, weird and, like, you know, potentially pretty racist. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, But, like, I think that, like, their idea was to be making this point about, like, you know... Yeah, yeah. The, like, uh, basically the whole point is that, like, you know, they're trying to draw attention to how fucked up illegal uh, weapon sales are. Yeah, right? exactly. And, like, yeah. So... The... the... 
uh, manufactured loopholes, basically. Yeah, exactly. So basically, I think that this movie kind of like avoids dealing with some other things because it's just trying to make that. It's like point. we've got one point to yeah, make. Exactly. We're not gonna. We're gonna like. We're gonna. Yeah. We're gonna. We might have to barrel through some other things. Yeah, exactly. Like, to make that point, but yeah, yeah. The the portrayal of uh, of Africa was a bit rough at times. Yeah, exactly. But... Like especially the point where they all where all the villagers stripped down the plane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know that it's inaccurate per but se, it's like... but it's also like just not a necessary. Yeah. Like, what was the point you were trying to make there? You know, like what was the yeah like what that adds to the general plot of the movie. I'm trying to think, like, what were they? Well, the to whole say? point about him like giving away the guns to the Africans that 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 makes I think, sense. That makes the point that like this movie's trying to make. Yeah, so they didn't need to go. Yeah, which is just like basically like you know, all these illegal arms deals and shit are really fucking up Africa because yeah. like you know we keep giving them the weapons to keep killing each other. Yeah, exactly. And nobody like talks I think that the, the 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 line they had for the movie is like we like I give the poorest people on the earth like the you means, know, to, the de- means to, to to kill each other or yeah, something like yeah. that yeah 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 exactly but yeah like i thought this movie was like you know i think like actually a fairly intelligent like you know uh analysis of yeah. this yeah totally you know which is not what i expected uh not when you look at, at the all. poster and you see nick cage on it and you're like yeah at what well, i from a post a post 2005 nick cage because i don't know if we mentioned the 2005 yeah. film but from a post 2005 nick cage it, it's it's hard to take his work seriously exactly right off the bat i mean a lot of his work is serious and yeah, like obviously we're big nick cage fans here but everyone knows what i'm talking about <laughs> exactly we know nick cage is a bit ridiculous yeah exactly it's like you have to he has to prove that it's a serious thing for you to take it seriously i think <laughs> yeah and i think partially how but i mean in the movie itself i think like his character takes the whole thing rather unseriously yeah which totally. i think is kind of the point right yeah exactly he was he was really good in this movie um yeah like he really he really like came off in like just the perfect way i think for that character like you know he just doesn't really come to terms with how fucking awful everything he's doing is. yeah exactly he never yeah he never actually faces up to it yeah exactly um so it's like there's like kind of a downer ending too like yeah totally yeah it's like um yeah because like fucking what was his, his brother's name? Uh, Vitaly? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Vitaly. Uh, Vitaly dead. Yeah, well, he yeah, he, he like, sums it up to Ethan Hawke. Oh, he's yeah, like, he's like, yeah, my brother's dead, my family's disowned me, and my wife and child have left uh, me. Yeah, I have, yeah. And I have my, I, I'm aware yeah. of how serious my situation is. I figured something like that. Yeah, exactly. But then he doesn't go to jail because of the, the general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have we set on air yet the fact that they did... This is based on a true story. We said that it was based on a true story. We didn't really get into what it was. Do you want to get into that now? Uh, not we won't not into detail. I just wanted right. to mention that. But yeah, we we did say that uh, it was based on a real guy. It, yeah, and I just thought it's interesting to note that it's fucking yeah. He's he was arrested after, after this, this movie, movie happened. came out. Yeah, and it, actually, there's a couple other things that happened after this movie came yeah, out that yeah. we'll actually like dig into. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think the. Uh, 
like as we were saying this movie has an agenda that is super clear and i think that it was actually really effective at making that point yeah exactly <laughs> i like i'm not gonna say that like this movie is directly responsible for all the things that happened afterwards no. But, but, like, it, it certainly yeah. couldn't have hurt, right? Exactly. It's a high-profile movie yeah. making the exact point extremely yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Extre- and extremely, like, loudly. Yes. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, uh, uh, from the start, kind of, like, visually striking. Like, I don't, yeah. I like, that bullet scene does, hasn't I li- aged I well. actually, okay, yeah, the CGI is pretty fucking awful. It hasn't aged but well. But I actually like what they were going for. I like the exactly conceptually it's fantastic like I think had they like I think had they done it more recently or had they spent a lot of more money back then and yeah. done it with like fucking tiny like fucking putting a camera in the machine or something like yeah, that yeah exactly which like probably would have been really fucking hard to do but would have looked awesome <laughs> yeah exactly they but just didn't like, have the, the space and the budget for that scene yeah I guess, so but. but yeah that was that's pretty cool um the, yeah like I, I actually think that that scene was a really good idea. Absolutely. I just think that, like you know, based on the CGI that they had available to them at the time, it doesn't yeah, look that great. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those things. It's like when we're talking about like taking it seriously. It's like yeah. you, it almost feels like oh, am I am I watching like the Hellboy? <laughs> like, yeah. It feels like the. But then, I mean, there. I mean, not all of the scene was CGI. Like there. Was no, the, no, not all of it. There was a part where like the bullet was in like the box. And yeah, stuff, I, and it frankly, fell on the once yeah, once it got to yeah. the box yeah it was much so, better so yeah if you haven't seen this movie basically the first scene in the movie as they're introducing like the the title sequence like yeah. it's you are watching the process of a bullet being manufactured and from the factory in down to the point that it shoots somebody in the head yeah it's a great scene yeah, yeah. um super powerful scene really yeah. it's just uh yeah and as always uh if you haven't seen the movie yeah, we recommend go, go, go watch, watch it. it yeah it's pretty uh, good probably before you listen to the rest of this episode but you know yeah so it's up to you <laughs> it's uh it's a good movie yeah so yeah i think i we've kind of covered every all my initial thoughts yeah so like basically yeah pretty good better than expected certainly better than expected yeah. um definitely barreled through the uh yeah barreled through some stuff but like <laughs> all in the purpose of making a point and yeah. had it not made that point yeah well, then i think it probably like you know i think a lot of that other stuff could have been like addressed better. there have been a lot more problems yeah. with this movie yeah, yeah exactly but that yeah it's it's interesting because the whole the whole racism about the continent of africa is like it's never explicit but they yeah, just but kind like, of they imply really, that everywhere yeah, in Africa is... That, that, like, basically, it's just... Yeah, like, if you step foot in Africa, it's, like, Yeah, a well, bloodbath. I think it's kind of, like, they characterized, like, the people as being, like, you know, brutal. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I think had they had more, like, latitude, they could have made that point, like, a little bit more yeah. in a nuanced way. Absolutely. Because I think it did kind of work towards the point they were trying to make. Yeah, exactly. But it's just they just like, didn't have time or yeah, exactly. bandwidth really yeah. to because to... like if they really like fully connected this is like this is fucked up because of what yeah, these I... guys like Nick Cage are doing. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of what they were saying, but but then like yeah, I I gotta come back to the fucking that Jared Leto doesn't look anything like Nick Cage. That drives me <laughs> from the start. That, that... that bothers me so much. Yeah, like, he looks nothing. Like, I mean, that didn't even... bother me that much. That always drives me crazy in movies when people who are supposed to be related look nothing alike. I get that some people who are related look nothing alike. Yeah. But, like, it's like it's a movie. Like, it's... Eh. 
I don't know. And especially because Jared Leto's like, at the, he's not even an amazing actor, to be honest. Like, I don't love yeah. Jared Leto. I mean, he was fine in this movie. <sighs> he was okay. <laughs> he was okay. He wasn't great. <laughs> but he was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, let's get into the basic facts. We'll okay, talk about cool. it because we, we haven't actually addressed. We haven't even said who's directed no, this we movie. Uh, Who directed it? It's Andrew Nichol. Nichol? I believe that's correct. That sounds right. Andrew Nichol. He's from New Zealand, and he's okay. uh, quite a prolific director and screenwriter. You may know him from uh, Gattaca. Yep. So another, yeah, another movie that like makes a very specific pointed, point. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he made uh, Simone. I've never seen that though. Gattaca's the biggest one. Yeah. Um, Which was his first movie. Yeah, which is super. Oh, he also yeah. did the Truman Show. I yeah, he wrote, he, he wrote. He the wrote Truman and show. produced it, but he didn't direct it. But which is another movie that also is making a point. Yeah, absolutely great yeah. movie, the Truman Show. Um, did I tell you? I, I think I I walked past Ethan Hawk once. I think you have told me that. Tell, but tell, <laughs> tell a story again like, for, no, the, I mean, for the audience. Story. Yeah, no, tell your tell tell it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I was in Brooklyn, New York, where apparently Ethan Hawk lives. I found this yeah. out later. Yeah. And just passed him by on the street. After having gone to a concert, and um, then later we found out that he was at that concert. <laughs> he was at the same concert. Yeah, so so it was definitely was. Pretty either. sure it, it was, was definitely yeah. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. yeah. Too bad you didn't know. You could ask him about this movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ethan Hawke, great in this movie. Really good. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a. I almost said I'm a begrudging Ethan Hawke fan, but it's not begrudging. It's more just like I've never like been an ethan hawk fan but every time i watch him in a movie i'm like well done well good. well yeah. done ethan yeah. <laughs> like one of the biggest complaints i just have about his character in this movie is that it's so factually incorrect oh yeah yeah totally <laughs> totally not an actual thing yeah yeah, yeah. The, so in this movie he plays a quote-unquote interpol agent yeah which as far as I know, is not actually a real thing. This is not how Interpol operates. They do not actually like, directly enforce. Yeah, like they things. might have like quote unquote well, agents. But yeah, so they're, but they're, they're they, not like on, yeah. they're not like police agents, as I yeah, imagine. Yeah, so when you get arrested by Interpol, you're actually getting arrested by like the police force in the country you're getting arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're, they're not like a a body like like that or they're yeah, not well, like, Interpol a, they're not like a police just, body they're, they're they're essentially a system that allows they're a system exactly that's like people it. to like uh basically coordinate like law enforcement across borders exactly what yeah well it, what interpol stands for is helpful what does interpol stand for though international is the first one uh international police what else is what is it why is international it? police or International Criminal Police Organization. It's not ICPOL. No, it that's just apparently it's just abbreviated as Interpol, but for no reason. Yeah. So basically, anyway, it, it's not particularly important, but the whole thing is that it's factually incorrect. There is not really yeah, such yeah. thing his as whole, an Interpol agent. Seems more likely that he would have been trailed by an FBI agent or something. Well, yeah. Although the FBI doesn't. Well, I mean, the in in. In when he was in in New York, New York, he would have been yeah yeah yeah, the FBI, yeah yeah but like like when they showed up on the boat on the boat yeah. yeah I don't know who that would be I think the Coast Guard actually could do that <laughs> yeah but it depends on where he was yeah but I think the coast yeah well if you're in international waters I think they could still show up <laughs> but would they I don't know the Coast I mean, Guard who does this like anyway who is the person who like you know 
fucking uh, stops boats in international waters. Yeah. Like that's there, this is somebody's job. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, what what body does yeah, this? It's not important though. Let's, no, it's not. Let's, it's, let's it's, it's, it's an aside. Anyway, Ethan Hawke's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Point being, Ethan Hawke's a pretty good actor. Um, so yeah. Every, anyway, there's also Bridget Monaghan in this movie. In this movie, yeah, she was so familiar. I'm trying to remember what movie I I'm like remembering her from. It's none of these ones. Hi, robot. Could be that. John Wick. Hey, look at Wait, that. Who was she in John Wick? Helen Wick? So is that his... Oh, we, his wife that is only his, in the flashbacks? Yeah, his wife that... Right, okay, that. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, could be a couple things. It might be that. She's all right. Her character's not that, like, like, dimensional. No, but I mean, <laughs> that's kind of the point. Yeah, she just kind of serves a purpose. I mean, she, it's not, she has some interesting moments. Just yeah. Just like when she's like, you know... Uh, with the thing about I'm not gonna fail as a human being, that was a pretty good uh, monologue. I enjoyed yeah. that scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, or when well, I like that bit at the like near the end where where he's like, uh, oh, like uh, she looked me in the eye and lied straight oh, to yeah, my face. Lied straight like to I've done face. so. Yeah, yeah. So I like that as well. Yeah. I I thought for a moment when she like unlocked the uh the locker i was like yeah. oh shit the kid's gonna like shoot himself with one of the guns oh like, no <laughs> yeah but like i was like nah, that'd be a bit too on the nose yeah. and it's like yeah based on real events i don't think they would but yeah also like i think that would get in the way of them trying to make the point yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly but like yeah like i think that's the one like current throughout this entire movie is like everything on screen serves to make that point exactly yeah which is basically, if we haven't summed it up enough, it's basically they wanted to draw attention to the corrupt world of international yeah, yeah, exactly. illegal arms deals. Yeah, specifically the corruption. Yeah, that yeah. like yeah, that. So like they showed all the shit with like you know oh the Soviet tanks being sold off for like you know like basically being stolen like the kalashnikovs like you know them writing the wrong fucking number uh, that's a that's a them, 1000 yeah yeah that's 1000 kalashnikovs and then and then like fucking bringing them to africa and like you know they just wanted to show all the steps of the process exactly. how this gets done or like the thing it's like oh yeah well if we move the weapons off the the helicopters and ship them separately exactly. then yeah, it's that. like that's not a that's a rescue helicopter right? yeah no those are there's really like well done scenes to like make those points yeah I exactly think. i spent that helicopter scene is great like yeah it's and that's why it's such an interesting movie though it's because you, in that moment you're almost rooting you are rooting for well, him yeah like when you're when, like when vitali's like looking for the dutch flag and exactly <laughs> like, exactly you're, you're, damn i hope he finds one exactly you're like and then you you catch yourself and you're like yeah, wait like, a second oh, wait. these guys are the bad guys yeah exactly and yeah. that's that's or, you know, or when they open the crate of potatoes and you're like ha ha you really fooled him yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it's one of those weird and nick cage is i think one of the reasons yeah. that that yeah. works his charisma exactly yeah. i feel like anyone else would just i'd hate instantly you know it's mm -hmm. like nick cage is like you don't hate him but you you, you don't eat, necessarily want him to succeed either it's weird yeah it? he's got a weird dynamic uh any other basic facts that we're missing here of uh of serious importance we've said everybody who's in it yeah uh are we gonna do production after this oh yeah i wanted to just look at the the budget and box office so it's actually the budget was 42 to 50 million is what it says yeah 
Um, so, you know, that's, that's a fair chunk of change, but, you know, based on, like, all the shit they got for the movie, the, the having 50 actual tanks. Yeah, exactly. And that was, like... 3,000, quote-unquote, Kalashnikovs. Quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and then box office is, uh, uh, 72.6 million, so honestly, not a great return. Yeah, that's decent. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. it's decent. Yeah. For, for, uh, for not a uh, blockbuster per yeah. se. You know, they made twenty five million dollars. That's not bad. It's nothing to sneeze at. But yeah, all right. Let's talk about the production of this movie. And interestingly, before we have to talk about the production, is as we've mentioned, it's uh, it's based on a true story. Let's talk about the, let's talk about what this movie's based on. Yeah, because in order to get to the production, there's yeah. a reason that yeah. it was produced. <laughs> so there are a couple characters in this movie that are based on real people. Exactly. Um, the first the first one is uh, Yuri Orlov himself. Yeah, who is uh, based on the notorious merchant of death Victor Boot. <laughs> Who, uh, depending on who you ask, is Russian, Ukrainian, somewhere from the Soviet Union. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's it's actually not known for sure. Exactly, there's actually surprisingly little known about his uh, early yeah. life. Yeah, and so he he's he's quote unquote was known as the Merchant of Death. He was like this incredibly prolific arms dealer who like sold fucking weapons to like all the worst people on earth. Yeah, basically he he. The, the reason they uh, chose him as the, or not chose him, the reason he's the inspiration is because I think he encapsulates what you said about the whole Soviet to Africa. Yeah, to, it's like to, this, uh, this chain of weapons flowing and he represented like all the steps, you know. Exactly. And he, he, he was just doing like the worst shit. And at the time of the movie, he was actually... Uh, still a free man. <laughs> yeah, he was exactly. He was so a free man when they made. He was this. at large, um, and so they actually call him in the movie. Like they they refer to uh, Nick Cage in one scene as the Merchant of Death. Which, which scene is, is that? A, a direct reference. I can't remember. Hmm. But they actually directly refer to him as the Merchant yeah, of Death, yeah. which is like a very clear reference to this guy. To Victor this guy, Bo. exactly. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, anything to add about Victor Boot? Well, he financed. Apparently, yeah. he uh, gave a lot of the money, uh, or sorry, he gave a lot of resources pre two thousand one to the Taliban. Yeah. So um, some, yeah, some pretty fucked up people. Like yeah, yeah. So he, he exactly he is. He's basically like, everything that Nick Cage done, does in this movie. He pretty much did in. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Although I do notice that, like, in this movie, like, they basically made Nick Cage American. Yeah. And I think that that was done on purpose, just yeah. to make it so that, like, we could identify, like, that the Western audience could identify with him. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, so you could be like, oh, this is happening in your own backyard, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, it, yeah they didn't want to distance it at all. Yeah, because, like, if, if yeah, I, th- I feel like if, 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 if you made him, like, uh, like, Russian or soviet in some way like yeah like if he had if be... he if he had a russian accent like yeah if he like had a russian boot accent actually does sorry like like victor boot actually does we probably wouldn't have yeah. like you know 
it probably wouldn't have made as the same point to a Western audience. Yeah. Well, Boots got one of those weird accents that's like, he's clearly got a Russian accent, but he's also clearly been speaking in English to people who have been speaking English yeah. for decades. Yeah. So he's got like an one of those weird kind of <laughs> English Russian accents. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. He's a, a pretty crazy dude. Like, because there's like just shocking video. Like I was watching a documentary about him. Yeah. And there's like a video of like, him in a room with a bunch of people and they were like celebrating him and it was like you know camcorder footage it was like a i don't know if it was his birthday or something mm -hmm. but they're like like they had made up a song and it was like singing about how he flies to andorra all the time or something yeah weird it's like what the fuck yeah, what am i watching <laughs> so um though while he was free when this movie oh was angola made, sorry angola yeah well that's considerably more fucked up than andorra yeah, yeah i don't know I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, i don't know if andorra's had any wars recently. yeah exactly yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah not that i know of. yeah i don't know don't fuck with the don't fuck with andorra no Maybe. why would they, you I, I feel like you know they'd probably like if like spain tried to invade <laughs> them or something like yeah i don't know, know what would happen i don't you know, know i don't That's... know what would happen um but yeah if only they've got less than eighty thousand people in yeah. andorra <laughs> what were we gonna say um Angola, we're talking about... Uh, Angola, but yeah, so we want to talk about what happened to Victor Boot after this movie came out? We'll talk about that a bit more next week, I think. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for next week? Yeah, yeah, to, to address what happened to him after, because we're still in the pre... I guess we're still in the process of figuring out what happened to him afterwards, because as I alluded to before, you know, things are going on in the news regarding him. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so the other person that we're going to talk about that like was based on a real person was... Uh, Andre Baptiste Sr. in this yep. film was based on the actual president of Liberia, Charles Taylor, who was one fucked up dude. Yep. And, um, yep. Just like the character who is based, it's pretty similar. There's a lot of, like, yeah. Yeah, so I believe when this movie came out, uh, he was no longer the president of Liberia, but he was, like, basically... Uh, he had been, like, uh... Just... Well, like, he resigned and, like, was, uh... He, people were looking for him because, like, he had committed war crimes, right? Yeah. Um, and so... He did all sorts of fucking shit in a civil war in Liberia and did some shit in, like, fucking Sierra Leone and shit. And it's, yeah. like, real fucked up guy. <laughs> He can't, in the 1997 general election, he campaigned on the notorious slogan, quote, he killed my ma, he killed my pa, but I will vote for him. That's fucked. That is incredibly fucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, the fucking uh, Bilbo Baggins' Ian Holmes character oh, was, yeah, uh, yeah, was yeah. also based on someone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Sarkis Sokanalian? And who is that? He was a uh, a big uh, arms dealer in like the 80s who uh, basically uh, sold a bunch of weapons to Saddam. Nah. Oh, it says here he was also nicknamed Merchant of Death. Oh, interesting. It's not the most creative nickname. No, I guess not. I mean, it's what they do. But yeah, so he, he also did like a bunch of fucked up shit and he was like like around a little bit before Victor Boot. Yeah. Like, yeah, Lebanese Civil War, Falklands War. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. Yeah, all sorts of fucked up shit. Yeah, so yeah, fucking Charles Taylor actually used child soldiers and stuff. Just, yeah. Yeah, and fucked up. from what I know, like, reportedly that scene where he does the brown brown, 
Yeah. Reportedly, they actually do do that. I've yeah, I've yeah. read that as well. The the whole yeah mixing, yeah cocaine like with, and especially with fucking child soldiers, which so, is horrifying. Yeah, but... pretty fucked up. Yeah. So we've entered the serious <laughs> section. <laughs> section yeah. of the fucking child soldiers. So, but yeah, everybody horrifying. who we mention is in prison now. <laughs> All those people who are those... based on real people. Yeah. Is are Sarkis... now in prison. Sarkis is dead. Uh, is he? Yeah. Okay, but he was in prison. <laughs> he died, yeah, in 2011. Yeah. Uh, let's see, death. Did he die in prison? Doesn't uh, matter. Philanthropy? <laughs> He's got a, a part on his Wikipedia page yeah. for philanthropy. Let's see what he says here. I see, so he used his planes to deliver other stuff. That's not really that yeah. philanthropy. <laughs> fucking, like, I, I don't think it was known at the time. Yeah. Like, to a lot... Okay, so George H. W. Bush. George H. W. Bush. H. W. Yeah, H. W. Yeah, strengthened he. Um, apparently, he strengthened the ties that unite mankind. Uh, and Mother Teresa wrote him a letter stating that God would reward God reward his family's efforts a hundredfold. Oh God! But this was in like the the nineties before he was like yeah yeah. For, like, yeah, but yeah. anyway, Mother Teresa's a, a hack anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> Met with the exact amount of silence I expected. Yeah. 1990, so he was fined $20,000 and sentenced to six years in prison. This is important because we're talking about corruption here. Yeah. He was fined $20,000, again, nothing, and sentenced to six years in prison. Uh, in 1993, his sentence was reduced to two years, although the exact reasons remain unknown. His attorney stated that... That adds up. Soglahanlian? Soglahanlian? Soglahanlian had given intelligence to U.S. law enforcement. Right. So he actually helped break up the counterfeiting operation in Lebanon. Okay. Because of his involvement in the counterfeiting operation in Lebanon. And then he went back to selling arms. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Sold 10,000 former East German uh, Kalashnikovs to uh, the Peruvian government. No, no, to to the FARC rebel group, not the Colombian government. Well, it fell into, it says here it fell into the possession. He did sell it to the Peruvian government, but it says most of it fell. I'd I'd like to read more about that. Yeah. It's a Washington Post. Oh, yeah. So it's a Washington Post article, Colombian arms deal and the perils of blowback. That's right. That's a 2002 article. Anyway, we're veering yeah, we're a veering, little we're... off topic. Anyway, this guy clearly deserves his own fucking, like... Uh, Shit, yeah, fucking... Like, movie or something, <laughs> like... Yeah. This guy did as much shit as uh, fucking Victor Boot, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, clearly, yeah. Yeah. Just as bad, if not worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, these guys all pretty fucked up. Yeah. Let's talk about the, uh, the pre-production. Um, all right. So apparently, uh, uh, the director, uh, Andrew Nichol, he said that he had the uh, kind of this the idea for this movie in the in his back part, pocket for like a long time, and then I don't know exactly what you know motivated him to actually do it in the end. I guess the, his success with Gattaca, and I don't know that his next movie was that successful, but yeah, Gattaca I mean, was obviously and uh, the Truman Show and the Truman yeah. Show, yeah, exactly. So you say he always had this idea to make this movie. Basically, yeah. yeah. And so he wrote the screenplay himself mm-hmm. in he, what he said was four months, which he considered fast for him. 
yeah, which I think is pretty fast for yeah. one guy to write a, a, yeah. a pretty long screenplay. He said uh, uh, it was it was going to be very dif- difficult to make the you know protagonist like believable. Yeah, because it had to be such a well because he's so fucked up. Yeah, like exactly. he's like he he's just such a terrible person. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not believable. It's but, yeah. But I, I guess, I guess he basically existed in real life. Basically, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So he, he said he, he, he heaped praise on Nicolas Cage about it. He mm-hmm. said, you know, we would not be sitting here talking about talking about this movie if it wasn't for Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, because you know, uh, what did he say? Quote: There are only a certain number of actors who can excuse the term trigger a film like this because it's <laughs> unconventional material and financiers need someone that gives them confidence they're going to get their money back he was hugely important yeah no that's a good point because so, yeah. like i i think he like having nick cage like as a like bankable star on this movie i think was like crucially important just because like uh i think they had issues securing funding exactly which yeah, that was the next thing I was going to bring yeah. up is that... Which uh, I believe the director attributed to the fact that... I don't know if this is actually... Accurate. Well, this is just I don't know said. if it's accurate, but this is what he said. Exactly. Was that basically the... Um, he thinks that uh, he couldn't get any like American funding because it was like critical of the military-industrial complex. Like pretty, yeah, exactly. Like pretty <laughs> Which, heavily. like, I don't know if that's true, but like I guess that's reasonable. <laughs> like... Exactly. And I, I could also see studios like being like this. like well yeah also like you are i mean i don't know was what was this movie rated was this movie rated r had to have been although no they they showed them doing drugs so i think when you actually like show drugs and people doing them you have to rate it r they show him doing coke and brown brown and yeah. like there's also sex scenes, and there's also somebody being hacked to death with a machete. So, yeah, yeah. Um, One would assume it's R-rated. I can't find it, though. Uh, no, this is just Roger know. Ebert's rating. No, no. Um, oh, rated R. Makes sense. Rated R for strong violence. Yep. Um, sorry, strong violence, drug use, language, and sexuality. Those are all accurate. Yeah. Extremely so. Yeah. Uh, I also read that uh, when they do the Russian subtitles, yeah, like apparently some of that isn't accurate because yeah. the Russian that they were actually saying was way more filthy <laughs> than That's, like I, what, heard, I heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. than what they were actually they saying. They ruin a lot of yeah, really <laughs> yeah, really inappropriate shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So apparently Ethan Hawke got involved because they were actually like. They became friends after Gattaca. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, him, him, and the director. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, Ethan Hawke was the star of that movie. So. Yeah, yeah. And according to uh, 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 Nickel, he he said about it, "quote I sort of roped him into it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he also liked the material and he was interested in the character. What I like about Valentine is that he's not a saint." He's not just this do-gooder. He yeah. does have this ego where he wants his picture in the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like, basically, like, yeah, his character in the movie, like, as Nick Cage says on many occasions, he's like, yeah, he's like, this guy, like, this guy can't be bought, right? Like, yeah, yeah he's basically like, you know. And to be honest, but, I don't... But, 
but he was making the point that it's not because he's just such a good guy. Yeah, it's just yeah. because, like, you know. He wants his picture in the paper. Yeah, or whatever. which I don't, I don't or know that... just could be that, you, you know, a further outlining of Nick Cage's character that Nick Cage can't believe that somebody would do that. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> Without any some ulterior motive, uh, Exactly. Right? No, totally. <laughs> yeah. Or because sorry, Yuri can't believe that. Yuri, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Nick Cage becomes all of his characters. Really, yeah. It is weird. I was actually thinking about that earlier today. It's like, I didn't... It's weird. I When you watch Nick Cage in a movie like this, it's like, you don't fully buy him as the character. You just buy him as him. But you also don't look at it and go like, what is Nick Cage doing? You yeah. buy... Like, it's just weird. It's just because he's never... He's never not himself. But he he does act though. It's weird. Yeah. He's such an enigma. I don't know. He's <laughs> well, it's like anomalies. Fucking. Uh... So okay, here's how I see it. It's like so you watch Nick Cage on screen, and you never he never becomes somebody else, right? But he always does stuff like it's it's never like oh I can't take this seriously because Nick Cage wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because he makes you believe that Nick Cage would do that. Yeah, I will exactly. that the character that he's playing would yeah. do that. But who the character is is always... Well, I'm... Okay, like, maybe this isn't, like, fully clear for, like, the listeners because this seems like this is, like, kind of a ramble. But, like, you know... Well, yeah. Um, but, like, I, basically... Okay, so here's the... I, I believe after seeing this movie, that Nick Cage, as a person, <laughs> would sell arms <laughs> to, like, <laughs> fucking African dictators. Yeah, I mean, honestly, based on some of the things he says, I feel yeah. like he could he could do it. Yeah. I mean, that, that uh, after the last Nick Cage movie we did, that hilarious interview he did with GQ. Oh, my God, That yeah. everybody should watch. It's fantastic. Uh, Was that the one where he, like, does the the uh the like um question and answer like he basically uh answers like is it like where they like true do, or false well or they do they do they do like the top googled questions oh. about him okay was and, that it yeah and it's like you know but it's like i that bit with the dinosaur skull was the that best. was perfect because he basically didn't like he basically said, yes, that's true, and also, I never got my fucking money back, and then just doesn't say anything else about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, well, he was like, and they should be in prison. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. It's so funny. But it's like, so few actual details. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And then the other thing he was talking about was how, like, there's that rumor about him, like, pulling his teeth out or something for, like, yeah. a role, and he was saying, like, uh... Well, actually, I had to have, like, dental work done at that time, and there was very specific details yeah. as to why I couldn't, like, do this. So mm. it's like, it it made me look like a maniac, but yes, I actually did yeah. <laughs> So, like, most of the things were true, is, I think, what it was. Yeah, yeah, but just, he is definitely aware of the fact that he looks like a maniac. Yeah. Um, and then there's that other thing we found out about how he, like, got arrested for, like, throwing his wife into a car because he was, like wasted trying to get into a house that wasn't his that oh, he, was, God, right, he, was, yeah. he was convinced was his and his wife yeah. was like it's not your house and he's yeah. like it is <laughs> and then he like threw her into a car it's not funny but it's just like weird. what the fuck yeah he yeah he's a weird character yeah definitely oh this is yeah i, I wanted to say, read this bit because um also the i just also give credit to the reporter who interviewed him is sarah michelle fetters is an article i'm reading Mm -hmm. and she was asking him about, you know, 
the character um and she asked if uh the character was a monster mm -hmm. um and he said if you look through you know the, his eyes he's not evil at least not in his mind mm -hmm. um which is what i like about yuri you know, we would say to him, you're responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of people. And he would say, no, I'm not. I'm responsible for the I'm not responsible for the death of any person because I've never pulled the trigger. You yeah. pull the trigger, you're responsible. Yeah. And then he says, of course, the only time this becomes a nightmare for him is when he crosses that line and pulls the trigger himself. Even um, though he's kind of like, uh, like yeah. yeah, that that is a weird like, yeah. lie because I, I mean, he. The, the reason that he is responsible is because the guy said you can say no at any yeah, time. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But also with a guy like that, would, it's you, like, would, would you... you say no? Like, yeah. what is that guy going to do to you if you yeah. say no? It's like, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, so, so like... that's one thing. That guy's character was so scary. Terrifying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I think the guy's name in the movie was like Andre something, but it doesn't matter. It's Charles Taylor. Yeah. Charles Taylor is the Taylor. guy. Yeah, that's who it is. <laughs> like, yeah. Real guy. But like, he's fucking terrifying. And like, there's that moment in the movie where he says like, you know, I think we reminded each other of each other and neither of us liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, cause, cause like, I think that's like, like Yuri basically being like, oh wait, that guy's pretty fucked up. But also, yeah. I'm kind of like that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, which yeah. reminds me of uh, a quote from one of the... Well, and we'll talk about why yeah. this was necessary mm -hmm. much more next week. But one of the producers was saying, because he actually spoke to a number of arms dealers before making this movie. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, like, how he was like, yeah, they were, like, all super charming. And, like, to be honest, I came out of it and I was like, I kind of liked all of them. And, like, that scared me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, like super, I, they have to be like the most charming people on the planet, I imagine. Well, they're salesmen, right? Salesmen, yeah. yeah. Vacuum salesmen <laughs> exactly, is what he says, yeah. just like that. Yeah. All right, so that's the uh, uh, pre-production. Uh, we've got another segment for you here. Yeah. Are, are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do uh, how they... Uh... How they they shot it. it, and we got a pretty good. This the sound effect is 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 good for this one. So, because oh, it's also Soviet uh, surplus. Soviet <laughs> surplus. Soviet surplus. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, I imported that camera that made that sound from the former Soviet Union. <laughs> 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 um, good stuff. So. Talk about how they shot it. Uh, so this was a uh, cinematographer was a guy named Amir Mokri. Okay. Um, he's done some other stuff. He actually worked on uh, Transformers, uh, Age of Extinction, and Man of Steel. Oh, interestingly, interesting. Yeah. But I think he did a very good, fairly good job. And uh, we also have uh, the first assistant camera. If I can find them. Oh yeah. So this this cinematographer here. Well, he been working for a long time yeah um, hey, hey he did national he did the second national Treasure oh yeah so too. he also worked with nick cage on national treasure that's too. amazing the second one yeah but yeah he's definitely like an action movie like he did yeah. bad boys too uh another michael bay movie yeah actually and... is that michael bay i think that's michael bay right i think so yeah so actually we had a we yeah. have a couple different focus pullers okay so uh we have this guy, uh, so we have it split up by whether or not it's uh, uh, what location. So we have the New York team, 
which the first uh, fucking assistant camera is the, mo- this is the most New York name ever. Okay. Bobby Mancuso <laughs> was the, the first assistant camera for the A camera in uh, New York. Weird. I thought they didn't shoot in New York. They Well, they did. There's a whole scene where they're... Yeah, well, they said, but I, the documentary I was watching, they said they... they well, we'll talk about it more next yeah. week, but they, they stood in other locations for New York, but... Maybe they, yeah. they must have had like you yeah know, they some... must have done some stuff but uh, Tim Met- Metivier is was this the B camera for assistant camera for New York cool and uh, Addy Visser was the first assistant camera for uh, international so all the other locations all the other stuff right so I assume Addy was the main the uh, folk explorer there yeah but anyway he, um, he did season of the witch too the uh, Amir uh, Mockery yeah Mockery. Another Nick Cage movie. <laughs> nice. Sorry, go on. A couple different ones, yeah. Bunch of shit. But anyway, why don't you tell me, was this filmed on film or digital? Uh, 2003. No, it's 2005. 2005, sorry, yeah, 2005. Which is why it's tough, because 2005 is right... Right in the middle. Right in the middle. I'm going to go film. You're going to go film. Well, you're right. Nice. Done all on film. Nice. All right, so... Uh, this was shot uh, anamorphic, 2.35 to 1. So uh, that's where you have a really wide field of view. Shot on uh, 35 millimeter Kodak. And it also used a really interesting camera, which called the Photosonics 4E, which is a high... Sp- you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it by Googling it. Okay. Um, it, it's a high-speed camera that can shoot up... It's a 35 millimeter camera that can shoot up to 360 frames per second. Whoa, I found one on eBay. You did? Yeah. No oh, shit. It's five thousand dollars US. Yeah, I buy that. Uh anyway. <laughs> so sorry, why did they why did they need this? What did they do with well, this? For the slow mo sequences. Oh yeah. Which, well. what, what did they do in slow mo? I mean they must have done a lot in yeah, slow mo if they bought this camera. It just it must is one of those films where like well the thing about like a lot of action stuff is sometimes they do it in like yeah, really slow-mo, short. But, like, yeah. not that slow-mo. Yeah. So it just, like, you don't necessarily read it as slow-mo because yeah. it's, like... But 360 frames per second, that's pretty fucking slow. Yeah. Well, it's fast, but it's also slow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manufactured in Burbank, California. Yeah, interesting. But anyway, uh, that that's interesting. They used an interesting camera. Yeah, and Other crazy. than that, they just use your standard Panavision cameras. And, uh, yeah. That's all I have to say. Just pretty, pretty standard. Uh, pretty standard workflow sh- for shooting. near the end of uh, near the end of the film era. Then they did use a digital intermediate. Uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, the standard workflow with digital intermediate, where they uh, they filmed it on film, scanned it into the computer, right? Did some shit and then spat it back onto film for release. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's uh, that's how they shot it. Yeah, sick. I was, what was the thing I was going to say? I thought I had. Uh... Trying to remember something. You reminded me of something about how they shot it. Okay. Nah, whatever. I can't remember. It'll come back. If it's important, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of sick production stuff. Like, tons yeah. of really awesome stuff. So Yeah, really. Fucking, um, you're going to want to tune in next week. For you that. will, yeah. Because I'm just reading about it is so exciting. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. But, yeah, so we that's basically all we have for this week. I think, yeah, that'll be it for this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Do we have any shootouts? Shootouts. Sorry, right. that's, I, that's not a... 
an intentional pun. I just uh, when I whenever I write it on the outline, I write it to shoot it. So weird. But yeah, uh, for this movie, that's not a really appropriate joke. Thanks for tuning in. That's just good. It must be because of the impression I did in the last episode. I don't think that's why. Oh, well, yeah. To be honest, actually, I just that episode just went up yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah, it did. All right. So sorry about that, Germans, that I immediately made fun of you. Yeah, you did. But it's, right. it's out of love. But yeah, all right. That's uh, that's our episode this week. We will, uh, we'll we'll see, see you next week. Next week. Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down